0: Welcome to Balanced Black Girl, a podcast dedicated to mental, physical, and emotional health from the Black woman's perspective. Tune in to hear from Black woman health and wellness experts giving the approachable advice you need to help you feel your best. I'm your host, Lestrandra Alfred. Let's dive in. Welcome to Balanced Black Girl podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in and joining me today. My name is Les, I'm your host. And I'm so happy to be sharing this space with you. I really hope this sounds okay because I'm recording at home per usual. And there's some commotion at my apartment building right now. (laughs) There's a pool area. And of course, you know, with it being summer at the time that I'm recording this, there are many of my neighbors down there. Living their best life, and I can hear them, but I'm hoping you don't hear them. I'm hoping, but if you do, I ask for your grace and understanding because I'm just a person with a microphone (laughs) making this happen, and you know, we are manifesting a studio space in the future, however. Right now, the studio space is my living room and we are working with what we're working with, but I'm hoping uh, y'all can extend me some grace if you do hear people in the background, but hopefully you can't hear them. That's what I'm hoping. But I'm so excited to continue the conversation about raising our vibrations with you. Last week, I talked about what it means to raise our vibrations. I talked about the different Ways and modalities that I'm using to raise my vibration. And I really want to dive a little bit deeper into some of the specific things and tactics that we can do. One of the activities that is incredibly important for raising our vibrations, at least it has been for me, is movement. I absolutely love physical movement. It is a huge part of my life, it has been a huge part of my career. However, My relationship to movement has changed a lot over time and the approach to movement has changed a lot over time. And I've actually learned that moving and moving a lot of the ways that we were taught for a lot of the reasons that we were taught is not necessarily high vibrational activity that it's not always the action of what you're doing, but the why also matters when it comes to impacting your energy, impacting how you feel, and impacting your vibration. So we're going to get into that a little bit. For many of us, a history of movement kind of comes from a place of fear and comes from a place of shame. We're no strangers to diet culture. We are no strangers to... Some of the ways that our society has made us feel like our bodies being just as they are are less than. And when that shapes our approach to movement and to exercise and to well being, that's not necessarily high vibrational energy. There can be somebody who is super fit, who has a 12 pack, but if they're doing it from a place of lack, from a place of fear, from a place of unworthiness or feeling like their body and the way it looks defines them, then their 12-pack, their abs, their time in the gym, that's not necessarily high vibrational. So I want to talk a bit about moving away from movement as a place of punishment, as a place of scarcity, as a place of forcing ourselves to shrink and be small To moving in a way that is empowering and to movement from a place that has serious benefits that improve and strengthen and raise our our minds, our hearts, our bodies, our physical beings, our cognition, because there's a really big difference. And that difference really comes from the why. So if we approach movement – The way many of us have been taught to approach it, which is that it is a means of being thin, that it is a means of controlling our weight, that it is a means of punishing ourselves for things that we eat, that we do it because we strive to be small. No matter how fit you get, if you're doing it from that place, that's not going to help your vibration. Our bodies were designed to move. They were. They were designed to move. That is why we are built the way we are built. And it has absolutely nothing to do with the size or shape or physical exterior. All of our bodies were built to move in some capacity. And when we express ourselves through movement, we express self-love through movement That is when we're truly able to thrive because we are allowing our bodies to do what they were meant to do. And there is this tension because our modern society, not only is it steeped in diet culture, which tells us to shrink and be small and control this very narrow picture of what bodies should be that very few people fit in. But then we also have this society where many of us have lifestyles that make taking care of our physical beings really freaking difficult, where the foods that we eat, the ones that we need to thrive are not necessarily accessible, where movement can be hard to come by because so many of us are sedentary and... A lot of the conversation is around, you know, telling people that being sedentary is bad, but our society is truly designed for most of us who are working individuals who need to work because, you know, we live in this capitalistic society. It is designed to have us sit in one spot. So what do you want us to do? (laughs) The onus isn't necessarily on us or on our motivation, for not moving more or not being able to take care of our physical beings. Now, it is absolutely possible, but it's not necessarily easy for everybody, and it can take a lot of intention. So I want to talk a little bit about setting that intention in ways that we can make movement for raising our vibration as accessible and as doable as possible. So first, let's talk about intention. You know, weight and weight loss is not something that I frequently talk about on this podcast because it's just not something that I want to perpetuate or make the center of the conversation. And there are so many conversations in the wellness space that focus so heavily on that. But there's also so much to wellness that does not involve that. And for so many people, if you actually take weight and stressing about weight out of the equation, that is how they become their healthiest, best selves. It is being hung up on that that is holding a lot of people back from truly being able to live and be well. So if we take that out of the equation, when we talk about movement, we take size and the measure of our gravitational pull completely out of the equation and purely talk about movement for the sake of helping us thrive and vibrate higher. We are able to have a beautiful relationship with movement that is so much more positive than what a lot of us were taught. So what if I told you that there was something you could take that improves Mental sharpness that boosts creativity, that does help improve your physical fitness and can bring you closer to your manifestations faster. What if I told you there was something that could do that for you? If it were a pill, you would probably be like, let me take it. <laughs> I would take it. But that thing is actually movement. That thing is movement. And the movement that I really want to focus on today. this conversation is walking. And that is because walking is one of the most foundational, fundamental, straightforward forms of movement that we can do. Now, I also want to recognize I understand that walking is not physically accessible to everyone. And I'm going to touch on that a little bit later in some of the research that I went into um, around maybe people who cannot physically walk on their own can still receive some of the benefits from walking. Um, However, that is just a form or a modality of movement that we are going to focus on today as a starting ground. But I do want to acknowledge that it is not necessarily easily accessible for everyone, Uh, but it is going to be the focus of our conversation today. So if you follow me on Instagram, you've seen how much I love my daily walks. I usually, several days a week, will post a clip from going on a walk. On TikTok, the kids these days are calling it a hot girl walk. I love that as well. You know, we're having a hot girl summer or hot girl life, if you're listening to this and it's not summer. Um, But I really love using walking as my main form of movement, my main form of exercise, as well as time to meditate, repeat affirmations, take calls, reflect and energize or wind down for the day, depending on my headspace and the mindset that I have when I'm taking that walk. Daily walks have been a huge part of raising my vibration, and I've also heard from many of you that through the content, you've been inspired to start taking more walks yourself and that it's also been helpful for you. So I want to talk more about that practice so that you can explore it if you so choose to. So I first started really understanding the power of walking when I was in my mid-20s. Obviously, I had been walking for a while before then, but that was when I really started to understand some of the mental benefits of it. When I was in my early to mid-20s, I had a job that just was not in alignment with me and... I started going on walks throughout the day just to kind of help me get through the day because it was one of those really draining kind of soul-sucking environments. And so I would take walks throughout the day. I would take walks on my lunch break. I would – Go to the bathroom on another floor of the office, and I would take the stairs. Honestly, I was doing all of these things just to be away from my desk longer, but the more I did them, the more I realized that that form of movement was doing so much for me mentally. And also during this time, I was a gym rat, y'all. I was in the gym, I was working out, I was lifting weights, I was doing all of the things, but I wasn't necessarily seeing some of the benefits mentally from those intense hardcore workouts that I was seeing from these walks. And it really comes down to the intention and the why. During that time in my life, I was very, very invested in diet culture. I was very invested in shrinking and being smaller and being very consumed with how my body looked. So that was all I was thinking about when I was you know, doing my hardcore workouts at the gym. But when I would go on my walks, when I would go on my lunch break walk or when I would take, you know, a 35-minute bathroom break, just a really – I was just, you know, sorry to my former employer. But when I was doing those things, that's when I was allowing my mind to wander. That's when I was dreaming about – The space that I wanted to occupy and the life that I wanted to live and dreaming about all that was possible for me and just the headspace of where I was at and what I was doing during those different types of movement made a huge difference in the benefits that I received. So, first, I want to talk about some of the physical benefits of a walking practice. You know, we have been sold and marketed to from the fitness industry that exercise needs to be tough, it needs to be hard. If you're not laying on the ground panting, what was the point? If you can't do it for an hour, what was the point? And y'all, it's lies. Those are lies that we've been sold to try to get us to buy programs and to buy gym memberships and to buy into all of these things. And it's part of capitalism. It's part of business, but it's not at all rooted in what is truly good for your body. And when you have that realization, the difference between marketing and benefits and science, it's like a light bulb goes off. And all of a sudden, you're able to see all of these things that you couldn't see before. So from a physical standpoint, walking is one of the most effective forms of exercise you can have. Studies have shown that it actually offers the same heart-healthy benefits as running. It is just as good for your cardiovascular system. and can help lower your risk of high blood pressure, high cholesterol, and diabetes just as much as running does. So if you love to run and that's your jam, that is amazing. Do it. But if you maybe don't love to run and felt like, well, walking's not as good because it's not as intense, it may not be, be as intense, but your body experiences the same benefits. Your body experiences the same benefits. And in our community, we know that thanks to public health measures that have not been on our side, thanks to things like environmental racism We do experience things like high blood pressure, high cholesterol, diabetes. And so if we can do something as simple as walking that can help us offset that, that is going to make an incredible difference in our health and in the health of the generations that come after us. In addition to the heart health benefits, walking is also linked to improved kidney health and better health outcomes for those living with kidney disease. So, you know, kidney health is not something that we talk about in our average day, like that doesn't make a cute caption on Instagram, <laughs> but our body is a complex system where everything is working together together. We want every aspect of our body to be healthy, including those really important organs. So if we can do something like walking that is really straightforward, that can also help us improve that internal physical health that supports our entire body, let's do it, right? And lastly, on the physical front, according to research by Indiana University, short walking breaks that are as short as five minutes can help offset the harm to leg arteries from three hours of sitting, which is incredible. Now, I really don't believe in giving people a hard time for the amount of time they spend sitting or for being sedentary because our society is designed for us to be sedentary. Many of us have jobs that we have to have that do require staying in one spot for a lot of the day. But if you can spend just five minutes up and moving to help your body recover from three hours of the damage that's done sitting, what an incredible impact! What an incredible thing that you can do for yourself doing the best you can with what you have, right? So if you set a goal to do a five to 10 minute walk every three hours of your work day, that can make a huge difference for your health and does not have to take a ridiculous amount of time or, again, require you to do some, you know, really intense workout. So if we think about these little small steps we can take doing the best we can with what we have, with the systems we've been given, it can make a huge difference. And there are endless other physical benefits to walking. But I also really want to talk more about the mental, cognitive, and energetic benefits of walking. Because again, we're talking about raising our vibration. So yes, doing the best we can to take care of our physical vessel is important for raising our vibration, but really our mind, our hearts, our energetics is where the vibrations are really coming from. So according to a 2011 study by the Radiological Society of America, Walking may slow cognitive decline in healthy adults as well as those experiencing cognitive impairment from conditions such as Alzheimer's. And the study found that healthy adults who walk approximately 6 miles per week can maintain brain volume and reduce risk of cognitive decline. So, 6 miles sounds like a lot if you're thinking about doing it all at once, but if you think about breaking up six miles over the course of a week, that's less than a mile a day. That's, you know, I think breaks down to like 72 city blocks, like 10, just over 10 blocks a day can help protect your brain and reduce the risk of cognitive decline as you age, which is incredible. And for those who have experienced cognitive impairment, they can actually see improvements with walking five miles per week, which is also incredible, incredible stuff. So staying sharp, as sharp as you can is incredibly important for staying in touch with your intuition, with improved judgment, with using your discernment, right? These are all high vibrational activities, That can all be supported through staying sharp through walking. I don't know about you, but I would love to stay as sharp as I can for as long as I can. I'd also love to talk a little bit about some of the energetic benefits. So what we're physically doing while walking, physically placing one foot in front of the other offers incredible energetic benefits. According to a 2017 study, the impact of the foot touching the ground sends waves through the arteries, increasing blood supply to the brain. What? That is incredible. So the act of your foot touching the ground sends waves through your arteries, increasing blood supply to the brain. So having healthy arteries with healthy blood flow through your body and especially to the brain is so incredibly important not only for your physical health but for your ability to think clearly and experience those mental benefits that we just talked about. And also, I mean if we want to, you know, talk about having a hot girl summer and some of those external benefits, it also may bring more blood to the hair follicles as well, helping you, you know, keep your hair healthy but all incredible benefits. Now, another thing that really blew my mind when I was doing research about the benefit of walking was walking's impact on creativity, because being in a good creative flow is the epitome of high vibrational energy. Now, a 2014 study conducted by Stanford found a strong link between walking and creative thinking. And that study actually found that walking promotes the free flow of ideas and can increase activity while you're physically walking and during a period of time shortly after. So that means that while you're walking, you're going to be more likely to have creative ideas. And then if you sit down to maybe do some work or do some brainstorming after your walk, you're also going to be more likely to have the creative juices flowing. And that study also conducted it with a few different portions. So they looked at people who walked outside. They looked at the kind of creative firing of people who walked inside on a treadmill, as well as uh, the creativity of those who were in a wheelchair who were wheeled outside for a period of time, also measured that creativity. And across The board, everyone's creativity improved from that forward motion that they were able to take. So whether it is inside, whether that is outside, um, whether you are receiving some support for that forward motion, if you are not physically walking yourself, can all offer incredible creativity benefits. So if you find yourself having a brilliant idea while you're out on a walk, write it down. That is when your creative juices are firing and flowing. So jot it in your notes app or record a voice note for yourself. Or if you are someone who is still getting in the habit of a journaling practice, Recording voice notes to yourself while you're out walking can be an incredible way to help you get in the habit of journaling. If you have thoughts that come up while you're out and about, record them or write them down. And if that is a form of journaling that works well for you, do it. Do whatever you need to do to not lose your brilliant ideas and to not use your voice in the way that you need to use it, right? So do what works. Now, one of the most incredible benefits of walking that I found while doing my research was that walking may help you overcome the fear of taking action. So let's talk about this for a minute. So many of us have felt perfectionism and we have felt the weight of perfectionism, right? Because we live in a society that really rewards doing everything right the first time and we see other people doing things and we want to compare and we want to have all the answers and we want to do everything perfectly and that can sometimes create fear in taking action. And walking can actually help you overcome that if you notice that you do not take action out of fear or you find yourself procrastinating. And that's because the act of forward motion, physically propelling yourself forward can help us actually work Through challenging situations, the physical momentum that we experience from walking, the act of physically moving ourselves forward actually helps our brains have less fear when it comes to taking action or solving complex problems. That makes us less likely to procrastinate or feel stuck under the weight of perfectionism. So if you have something that you're considering or a problem that you're trying to solve or a way that you're really just not taking the action that you want to take, try reflecting on it and thinking about it and meditating on it while you're walking and see if that helps you move through some of those blocks that can also be why when people start movement, when people start walking consistently or exercising consistently, why you start feeling like you can do more, right? Things that used to intimidate you all of a sudden feel less intimidating when you start doing things physically that you didn't know you could do. It's that same idea. And starting with walking can be a really beautiful, supportive place to start to help you take action and to get more of your brilliance out into the world. So let's talk about some ways that you can establish a walking practice if you do not currently have one. My favorite way of establishing a walking practice and what has really helped me establish my walking practice over the past few months is pairing walks with activities you already do. So if you usually spend a certain amount of time each week or have a certain day of the week that maybe you sit and listen to podcasts or maybe you call your best friend or a loved one, try doing that while you're walking. If there are things where it is safe, safe, we're focused on safety here, safe to multitask that don't necessarily require a lot of, you know, quick decision making or, you know, immediate attention, try pairing it with a walk. Try listening to your lectures and podcasts with a walk. Try calling your friend while you're on a walk and start pairing it with things that are already built into your schedule so that you don't feel like you have more demands on your time. So I liked adding it to my morning routine during my affirmations practice. Normally I will have time where I'll pull up, you know, a YouTube video and I will listen to and repeat affirmations. I started taking that outside and it turned into a really beautiful walking meditation practice for me. That's how I started getting more of my walking in, but you can play around with your habits and your schedule and see what works best for you. The next thing would be to incorporate walking in your day during those moments that you feel stumped. So we talked a lot about the creative benefits of walking, about how walking can really help the parts of our brain that are responsible for creativity get fired up. So if you're working on something, you feel like you're just really forcing yourself to power through it and it's just not happening, right? We've all been there where you are staring at a blank word document and the words are not wording. (laughs) you're hitting that wall, that could be the perfect time to pause and take a walk, right? So that could even be the short few minute walk. Just anytime you feel stuck and you have a break where you need to come back to something, that could be an amazing time to incorporate walking in your workday if you're able to do so. And the last way that could be a really beautiful way to establish a walking practice is to make it social. So the pandemic has really helped me do this. Nowadays, if I meet up with a friend, many of our meetings tend to be walking meetings or (laughs) meetings, hangouts, you know, Before the pandemic, it was pretty much a default, at least for for me and a lot of my friends, where if we were going to hang out, we were going to go out, or we were going to get dinner, or we were going to get drinks. And so when we were no longer able to do that, and it felt like being outside at a safe distance was kind of the only safe thing we could do, I started making walking dates with friends. And it was actually really, really nice to go meet up at a park or in a neighborhood or a local trail where we could just catch up and walk and talk. It makes it really social. And it also means that your friends are experiencing the same benefits of walking that you are. Like you are all raising your vibration and leveling up together, depending on what you meet up together to talk about. Now, maybe if you get together and you meet up with your friend for a walk and y'all are talking bad about people and complaining, you can do that. Not saying I haven't done it, but I'm saying that may not necessarily raise your vibration as much as a more positive catch-up. But again, you do you. I'd rather you walk and complain than not walk at all. So live your life just throwing that out there. And also, if you are in a situation where maybe you don't feel safe walking alone or maybe your friends are just like not down for that yet, you could consider – Joining or seeing if your community has a local Girl Trek chapter, um, or you can look into creating one. So, Girl Trek is an incredible organization that brings brings Black women together for walks in their local communities to support self care and community healing. And they have chapters all over the country with Black women getting together to walk to improve their health and improve their communities. And in an old episode, gosh, it was. My live podcast over two years ago, uh, one of my guests was Trina Baker, who is the lead of Girl Trek Seattle. And in that episode, she talks a lot more about the organization, about how to join, about why it's such a great group, which it is. So I will have that episode linked in the show notes if you want to check it out. And I'll also link to Girl Trek's website in the show notes so that you can find the local chapter near you. And then you can make friends who are interested in the same things you are. Because we also know that making friends as an adult is all too real. So I really hope that this episode inspired you to take a look at your movement practice and to use movement as a tool to raise your vibration and to help you take up more space and not shrink because we need you being your whole Amazing, vibrant self. And movement is an incredible way for you to step into that. And the physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual benefits of movement, whether it's walking or something else, are exponential. And you are worth it. You deserve it. Your body deserves it. You deserve every benefit and more. And I hope that this has inspired you to create a practice that works well for you. So thank you so much for tuning into this week's episode of Balanced Black Girl, focusing on the physical ways to raise our vibrations. As always, it is an honor to share this space with you. Thank you for tuning in. I would love to give a huge shout out to our sponsors who help us keep this show up and running. So if there was a sponsor whose product you were interested in, make sure you check them out. Make sure you use the code. Usually our code is balanced. And Then you can get you some goodies that way. And if you have not yet already, please make sure you leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. If this episode inspired you to pick up your walking practice, post a story, post a pic on social, on Insta, or on TikTok of you walking or walking with friends and tag me so that I can see it so that I can cheer you on. It's almost kind of like we have a big balanced black girl, uh, walking group from everywhere we are. So tag me so that I can see you taking your walks and taking your amazing action to raise your vibration. Thanks again for tuning in and I will see you next week. Thank you for tuning in to Balanced Black Girl. If you enjoyed this episode and feel called doing so, we would really appreciate a rating and a review on Apple Podcasts. Don't forget to check out the show notes and more offerings at balanceblackgirl.com.